Hey everyone, and welcome to the Industry Talk Podcast. I'm Luam, a choreographer and creative director based out of New York, just trying to have conversations and shed light on issues in the dance world. Each episode, I'm going to bring to you amazing talks between leaders in the entertainment industry and also wonderful tips and strategies that you can actually use to expand your artistry and your business. Thanks again for spending time with me today. So now let's jump into your dose of Industry Talk. I just finished a long, intense, and wonderful weekend at Monsters of Hip Hop convention. And we were riding back in the car to the airport. And I was in the car with um, good friends of mine, Luther Brown and Sean Bankhead. And uh, Luther Brown, I mean, the incomparable Luther Brown, really amazing creative director and choreographer, really one of the best there is. Your favorite choreographer's favorite choreographer, including me. Um, and Sean Bankhead, who's currently killing the game right now with uh, Missy Elliott and Normani. I mean, the years of experience and talent in the car were really tremendous. So we got into a really cool conversation. Now, this conversation you're about to hear is pretty nuanced. It's, it's definitely not something you take it just at face value. We're really trying to delve into the complexities of the system that we operate in as professionals and try and understand the things that make it work and the things that hinder our progress. So please keep an open mind and an open, I guess, ear as you listen to what we're talking about because there are a few things that I'll talk about at the end that to me and to us really go without saying and we're really trying to dig deeper into some um, further complexities of our professionalism. So let's listen. Hey, what's up? So I'm here having a conversation with the incredible Mr. Lou Brown. What's up? And the amazing Mr. Sean Bankhead. What's up? <laughs> and we're talking about how, you know, a lot of sort of new working dancers these days, kind of new to the professional space, and you know how they're mainly concerned about everything being so perfect on the job for them, which, you know, it's important as dancers, but you know, there's a lot of things to consider, right? What were you saying, Lou? Yeah, I think, I mean, first of all, just, just to be clear, I 100% think dancers, you know, they, they deserve all the things that people fought for, for these, for, for rights. You know what I'm saying? Like dancers' rights, rates, all the different things that are there for them and things that need to be there to make it better. But I think people are very concerned with what they should be getting, but a lot of them are coming equipped to really handling the job. And so what ends up happening is, as, as choreographers and creatives, we end up having to deal with these new kids that don't really understand the full responsibility of the job, but they're more concerned with the rights and, the, and those things about it. And it makes it a little tricky, you know? Like if, like if, like if you come in you're more concerned with what time you start rehearsal, what time you get out, and what your rate is in a certain thing, but you've never done more than a show before. You don't even know how to get from A to B on the stage. You don't know nothing about a call time. You don't know how to be downstairs to catch the flight. You don't know how to catch a lobby. It's a lot of things that come along with jobs other than just gigging and doing it and being on TV and posting on Instagram, you know what I mean? So I think people just need to be more aware what your job requires, which is normally more than what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that experience, right? I can remember some of my, my most learning experiences were early jobs where I didn't get paid that much. Definitely wasn't together like it should have been probably, mm -hmm. but I, it gave me a time to like get my act together so that I could figure out what my professionalism was gonna look like. So when I did get those bigger jobs, then I knew how to act and I, and everything yeah. just kind of worked. I didn't have to question everything. What do you think, Sean? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, 
coming from a newer generation of starting as a starting a dance career um i think what's happening now because of social media dancers have this sense of entitlement and um you kind of have to humble yourself a little bit as an artist first and then a, a working dancer second um my first jobs were not the best um experiences but like luther was saying you were saying i learned so much that were vital steps to when i got to the real professional jobs I was prepared and I wasn't in a place of like, well, this is messed up and this is wrong. And I'm in a place of more, I'm appreciative, I'm learning, I'm here, I'm taking steps. I feel like there was a good year or two where it was just trial and error. And then I got to a place where I felt more experienced. And even low up, you know, like you took me on my first international job, which was Indonesia, actually. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. But um, that was the first time that I felt prepared for real to go somewhere and you know, do a real job. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the social media has given these dancers a bit of entitlement and like, well, I have all these followers, but you haven't worked a real job. And when you do, you learn how to transition on and off stage. You learn call times, you learn, sometimes you gotta go with the flow because wardrobe's not correct or this, that, and the third. So I definitely, I've, I've been there and, and I've had to humble myself early on so that you can kind of just, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely. And listen, I can definitely say nothing ever goes according to plan on no. any job. I don't think there's ever been a job where, oh, this is running so smoothly. Endeavor. And the best jobs, the ones that are the most memorable, the ones that people wish that they were a part of, when that they have, like, people see things that look greener on the other side. And so all the videos that they see, they're like, ooh, I want to dance for so and so and so. But you don't really know what happened before that video or how that video even got there. This it's, it's never really the perfect experience. And this is not to say that we shouldn't strive for perfect experiences because we all want to have a great. You think I don't want to come in for a job where I'm paid the right rate and I get my skeleton crew paid and we got all these. There's a lot of things that have to be fixed still. But we have to remember that we're, we're coming in to an industry that was there years before us. And things are kind of set a certain way that we have to prove it or we have to be the ones to break that but we're not going to break it until we become great examples of it you know what i mean so it's like to be the change we kind of have to be the change to make the change gotta be the change so i think people should be more concerned with being incredible and being reliable and coming in and knowing how to do your job so that way you can really fight for that you know what i mean like i've told dancers before yeah, we sh you should get a raise, but you can't be the one asking for the raise that's not showing up on time, that don't have to step right, that can't go through the routine three times without being tired. You can't be the one to fight for that, for that raise. The ones who are there early on it, killing it, doing it, of course you deserve a raise. You've been there, you're supposed to get that raise. So I just think people just need to think more about that part of it. Not saying that we don't deserve it because I know someone's gonna try to go there and say, well, Oh, so these guys don't think we should get paid right, but it's not about that. I just feel like sometimes the wrong people ask for it. Mm -hmm. And I think I wish more of the right people asked for it, and I wish more of the wrong people got right. <laughs> yes, and the thing is, is that as choreographers, we're always trying to fight for that for them too. You know, yeah, we try to fight and the artists look at us like you're fighting for that one exactly and that one can't get the step yet and then you're looking like Damn. Yeah. i mean i know they don't have it yet but they can get it yeah. 
But you're trying to go on blind faith. You're trying to make things work, but you gotta hold your weight. And the choreographer that you show your professionalism to and you show that you're gonna do all this for, they're gonna bring you on to the next one where everything is right. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's how you demonstrate that you're top notch is just by being top notch, not by demanding top notch. Right? Um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> Amen. And I have to add on this, you know, what goes without saying is really just the fight for just our worth and our wages from all aspects of dancers, choreographers, all artists who are in the performance space that a lot of times get marginalized, continues on a daily basis. I know myself and my colleagues, we fight hard before dancers even hire to make hired to make sure that the budget is right or the conditions are okay so we anticipate all these problems as best as we can just to make sure everything is okay and we we do those fights and meetings behind closed doors on conference calls and emails and beyond so for us you know i think it's it's just part of the job it, it goes without saying at least for myself i can say that for sure too you know and um demanding top notch is is, is important for sure, it's just we're talking about making sure that you also represent yourself as top notch as you do that so that it doesn't erode our fight of what we're worth because our worth is evident in how we work. Thank you once again for listening to Industry Talk. As always, I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think about all of this? I know the conversation continues, so let's keep it going. Let's do it online. Let's share and make sure to subscribe. And also, if you haven't already signed up for my listserv, please do so at luamworld.com. It's L-U-A-M-W-O-R-L-D.com. And I'll make sure to keep you in the know. Until next time, my name is Luam, and this has been Industry Talk.